welcome to COVID Trot. We are your hosts, Maddie Yashar and Sophia Fee. We are excited to explore the world with you. Have you ever wondered what it was like to live somewhere different? From different states to different countries across the globe, you'll find out in this week's episode. In this week's episode, we will talk about someone from a different country with a different background and how COVID affects their everyday life. Matt, welcome to COVID Trot. You are our first live guest. Um, to start off, how was your day today? What did you do? Uh, awesome, yeah, my day was good. Uh, went uh, to the facility and got a workout and ran around, lifted, got in the hot and cold tubs, and then after this, I'm going to go watch the Masters for the rest of the weekend, basically. Um, yeah, it's been a good day. How about, how about you guys? Our day was pretty good. We just had class all day. Maddie had something super special today. What did you I do? got vaccinated. It was oh, pretty wow, good. that's awesome. How's your arm feeling? Not that bad, actually. It was, like, rough for the first hour, but now it's totally fine. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty exciting stuff. Okay. That's awesome, yeah. All right, so we'll get into our questions first. So to start off, would you like to give us an introduction about yourself to our viewers? Yeah, so my name is Matt Caskey. Uh, I grew up in uh, Winnetka, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago, and played football, lacrosse, basketball um, growing up, and uh, ended up playing football at Dartmouth up in New Hampshire for four years. And then uh, after that, I played with the Los Angeles Rams for about six months, and then got cut and then signed to the Panthers and I've been with them for um, just over a year and a half now. Wow. Super That's exciting. Awesome. That's a lot of moving around. Did that ever get to be like a lot for you? Yeah, it's um, it's definitely a different lifestyle. Like you're not really locked into one city or place and um, sometimes it gets a little tired moving around like that but it's interesting and it's fun and it's, I don't know, I'd rather be moving around now than later in life so it's kind of like a fun experience right now. Yeah, it definitely seems like a fun experience from how you described it. So our next question is, is being in the NFL a dream come true for you? Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. It's something I always, I didn't think it was going to ever happen, but it was a dream from when I was young. Obviously, our, I mean, you know, uh, your, your father is, is very into football, Sophia, and mm-hmm. every, everyone in the family kind of is, so yep. that was uh, that was what like drew me to football early on, and ever since then, it's been kind of a big part of my life, so super awesome that I was able to, that I'm able to do it at this level, and it's, it's exciting, and yeah, definitely a dream come true. Yeah, just to add to what Matt said, at every single family gathering, event, or anything that we're all together, football is the only thing people tend to talk about and it's the only thing on TV. Matt, would you have to agree with that? Yeah, I would absolutely agree that it'd be very tiring if you didn't like football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'd be tiring if you like football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> exhausting. Okay. Only 2% of football players make it to the NFL. What do you attribute your success to? Um, I would say it's about the people around me. Uh, you know, when you're growing up, you think that it's all about, uh, you know, yourself and what you do and what you put into it. But 
the older I got, the more I realized that, you know, the people around me, the coaches, the teachers, the family members that kind of taught me the right lessons and put me in the right place to be successful. So uh, I'd say the main reason or the main thing that got me here is just the great people that I've been around my whole life and the great family that I'm lucky to have. Yeah, that's I definitely agree with that. It's not just the coaches and teachers it's definitely the family and it's not just the training that you get it's everything combined yeah exactly okay so our next question is what did your daily routine look like prior to covid so there's like two different routines that you you have as a football player that's your off-season routine which is obviously like after the end of the season and before the start of the new season and that routine is uh just waking up, kind of prepping your body through rolling out or stretching, um, then going to get a run and a lift in, and then after that, trying to recover through, you know, nutrition, um, rolling out ice tubs, hot tubs, stuff like that. And uh, that's kind of it. You do that about five days a week, um, just focusing on your body and, and, and working out. And then the rest of the time, you kind of have off to uh to enjoy and do what you want to do and then the second daily schedule is in season and that's more way more stuff because you know we got games to play and stuff to prepare for so that's more wake up pretty early get to the facility at around you know seven um and then you'll go through a workout and then meetings and then practice and then more meetings and then go home. Um, and that's what it would be like during the week. And then obviously we have the game on the weekend. Um, so that's kind of like the two different routines that you have as a football player throughout the year. That's really that's interesting. With COVID, um, how did it affect you and your routine and the team as a whole and even the NFL? Um, yeah, so great question. It's uh it affected, I mean, right when it blew up in, in March was during the off season. So the biggest change with that was you could no longer go into a place to work out. You had to work out at home or at like a local field. So um, that kind of threw a wrench into my routine. And I had to construct a garage gym. And um, it changed my schedule completely because I couldn't use like a sauna or a hot tub or a cold tub. So um, it kind of just became more, uh, it was like less uh, refined, I guess, after COVID hit in the off season. And then in the in season part was completely different because, you know, we had to wear masks and keep six feet apart. And we, I got tested, you know, every day during the season. And that was, you know, 150 plus tests. I don't really know the exact number. So, that was like a major change uh, in season, especially. Did they have tests at the facility or did you have to drive really far to get them every morning? No, they had them there. So you'd come in, you'd uh, uh, wait in line. And then when you got to the front of the line, you'd say your name and they'd give you a sheet and you'd hand the sheet to the person who'd test you, they'd swab you. And then you'd, get, you'd go in the facility after that. Wow. I mean, I never had to get tested for COVID for reasons of being sick, but my sister had to. And 
they had to wait in really long lines super early in the morning and the tests were just not available so it's crazy that they had so many tests for you guys and it's good that you didn't have to drive really far yeah that was that was lucky they, they definitely did a great job setting up the uh the testing for us yeah that's really great so since during the in season you guys didn't have games with fans what would you say it was like playing in an empty stadium without people oh i'm used to it coming from dartmouth (laughs) (laughs) not many people in the fans but no it was uh it was different because you could uh you could hear everything you know in normal years you can't really hear sometimes what the guy next to you is saying Mm -hmm. and you can't really hear what the other team's saying or your coaches on the sideline. So that was kind of the biggest difference. You could, like the coaches could yell from the sideline and uh, you could hear what they're saying. And the communication was probably much better across the board because of it. Yeah, that's for sure. And then would you say that during a game with fans in the stadium, there's like a completely different like atmosphere and is it more fun to play with fans, would you say, or without fans in the stadium? Oh yeah, it's way more fun to play with fans in the stadium. It's just like a different atmosphere. It kind of gives you energy and motivation and everything like that. That was kind of, that was another um, big difference was a lot of times the fans will bring you energy and get you excited to play in the game because of how loud they are, um, things like that. And without fans, you kind of had to do that on your own, um, which was, it was a tough transition for some people. Yeah, I can imagine. Me too. Like, I, I just did high school swimming and we had our season and um, we weren't allowed to cheer either or have anyone visit. And, like, just the, the awkward silence and just being able to hear everything, I totally understand. But I'm sure it's much more magnified, you know, versus small high school swim team and the NFL. No, it's the same, it's the same thing. It's just, you know you build up to it so it feels the exact same like in high school those those crowds felt just as big as the nfl crowds feel to me so um because you kind of build up to bigger and bigger crowds the the older you get so it's like the same i would imagine it's the same exact feeling wow well, that makes me feel a little bit better then. <laughs> now, Sophia has told me that you and your teammates often went to visit kids in hospitals pre-COVID. Are you still able to do that now? Um, yes. The answer is yes, but it is a lot harder. Um, you have to like go through a bunch of paperwork and get tested. And it's kind of a process versus uh, before the, the virus. I've only been one time since COVID hit. Yeah, I can imagine it must be really difficult. I was trying to drop something off at the hospital for someone and they wouldn't even let me walk through the door. So I can imagine how tedious the steps of trying to get in are. Yeah, they're super strict there for for good reason. Okay, Yeah. yeah. Our last question is... Our last question is, your fans want to know if you still juggle because of your bio at Dartmouth. Uh, yeah, I can still juggle. Uh, <laughs> I've, I'm, I've never been a good juggler, but I can I could definitely get, get them going in the air. Uh, I just kind of put that down because I didn't know what else to put for a fun fact. <sighs> but yeah, I can still do it. Wow. I mean, talented enough to play in the NFL and juggle, it's, that's quite a lot you got going on there. The juggling's more impressive, I think. Yeah. I agree. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, Matt, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. And do you have anything else to say? 
Uh, no, thanks for having me on. COVID is called COVID Dry. Mm-hmm. Very, very blessed to be a guest, and thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, of course. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah, nice take care. Bye. Have a good one. Bye, Matt. Bye. Bye. Bye.